king, a CGI thing. I'm here to eat and bare my teeth and shake a tail fin. A bikini babe, catching a road wave. A big surprise, I'm gonna rise and flash my toothpaste. All the buff dudes, tape on the beach food. They're gonna need a bigger boat and barrels real soon. I'm a sea king, a CGI thing. I'm here to eat and bare my teeth and shake a tail fin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bucket of Chum, the Shark Movie Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Steve Coates, and this week I am diving into a wonderful little movie called Doll Shark from 2023, directed by Mark and Anthony Polonia. You might recognize the name Mark Polonia. He's directed Land Shark uh, and more recently Cocaine Shark. You'll probably hear the name pop up a lot because he's done a shit ton of shark movies and it's it's kind of hard to escape that name, so you're probably going to hear it a lot. <laughs> and taking a look at the poster, it's pretty simple. It's just a, a literally a doll shark popping out of a, a tool, or not a tool, a toy chest. <laughs> and, um, and then at some point attacks, I'm assuming. It looks fun, playful, but you know what? Let's just dive in and see if that's what we get. Opens up with our good friends, our SRS Cinema logo. We overhear a radio announcer talking about a big storm. And then there's some dude on a dock, very clearly in front of a green screen. And there's terrible, like, CG rain effect over top of it. And he's holding a spear or something. He starts narrating the devil for days, slowly and methodically. And, like, while he's talking about this, we're seeing stock footage of sharks... I'm almost positive this stock footage of the shark is from an aquarium. Like, I don't even think it's from the ocean. I'm almost positive it's from a fucking aquarium. He says this shark is possessed by something evil, and it's killed several local children. And we learn that he's being paid to kill this monster. And then, like, again, while this is going on, we go back and forth between stock footage. Um, and then every once in a while, we get some sort of electrical effect around the shark, and it growls. Um, he stabs the shark, and we just see, like, this... The Polonia brothers usually use this little puppet shark, or, like, doll shark, I guess. It's not the doll shark of the movie, but it's the puppet they use in all of their movies to take the place of a real shark. So he stabs that. <laughs> he kills the shark. He pulls out one of the shark's uh, teeth and says, Ah, a souvenir for my kid. And now, the guy's in his room or something, and he has a plush uh, shark toy here, so this is the actual doll shark. And he expositions to us that this is from Sea Shark Swim, his son's favorite TV show, and this shark tooth will give him good luck. I'm sorry, but if you think or thought that shark was possessed or had some dark entity attached to it, why would you give a piece of it to your son? Why? Why would you do that? That just seems like a terrible fucking idea. Give him the doll, and then that's it. That's all you had to do. You could have just given him the doll, and you would have been a good father. But no, instead you pull this shit. He then sticks the shark tooth in the plush toy, in like just a random spot. So he doesn't even stick it in the mouth of the toy or doll shark. No, just like in its fucking stomach. He's like, yeah, this will bring him good luck. And then like doesn't even leave a note or tell anybody that the tooth is inside the doll like those things are fucking sharp like uh, terrible this guy is awful just fucking awful oh wait till you meet his ex-wife though Ugh. 
Speaking of, we then see his wife or ex-wife get the package at their house and she announces to her son Kirby that his deadbeat dad left him something. And this whole time she has a wine bottle in her hand and she's drunk. Like this whole movie pretty much. Or like at least when we see her, she's drunk. Kirby tells his mom like what it is. Oh, it's a she, it's a sea shark swim shark. Cool. And like she just cannot be bothered. She does not give a shit. So Kirby runs over to the couch. He puts on Sea Shark Swim and this annoying ass kid show theme song starts playing. If you thought Baby Shark was bad, you should hear this shit. I'll try to put it on my Instagram or something because it's just fucking awful. It's just so annoying. And then we finally get our title card and opening credits, which like most Polonia movies run forever. It's like a full moon credit sequence, but like at the beginning of a movie. And then we cut to like a four way split computer screen and there's four people talking about dolls and weird shark movies for a podcast. And they say they're going to talk about doll shark. And then they go into like how kids toys are too violent Two of them agree. The other two say kids are getting too soft. I I don't know why this is here. Like, I don't know what is happening right now. Because then one guy goes off on a tangent about ventriloquist dummies. And these, like, oh, like, you punch the man. You don't punch the dummy dummy because it's the guy doing it. What were we talking about? And then it cuts to black. And then we go back to Kirby's room. So, like, this feels like a behind-the-scenes clip plopped like right in the middle of this movie like I, I don't know what it is so yeah we're back at Kirby's room he's in bed having dreams about sharks and blood and people dying I guess the magic shark tooth has made him psychic he gets up to grab some water and the doll shark starts like turning on the bed on its own Kirby gets back into bed and he cuddles the shark snuggly the next morning, Kirby's mom is passed out with a wine bottle on the couch. And, like, he comes down and he's like, oh, mom. And then he throws a blanket on her and then makes himself breakfast. I feel like, oh, this just comes off so sad. Like, it's just so sad and empathetic. Oh, it's so sad. Mary, have you guys ever seen that video of a kid in a Jaws shirt ringing on somebody's doorbell asking if, like, they had any kids for him to play with? It's like that. It's just so depressing and like, oh man, just just a bummer. Just a real fucking bummer. So he throws a blanket on her. He then goes to the kitchen and makes himself breakfast. He walks over to the fridge to get water. And when he gets back, like two bites have been taken out of his breakfast. So he had like two bagels or donuts or something. And then he's like, that's not possible. And then later, the mother is drunk on the phone She's saying something about hiring a sitter to watch Kirby for a few days and that yeah, he has no idea. So then Kirby goes outside. He starts like singing on the steps that annoying ass fucking kids song. And of course he's got his doll shark with him. There's a dog POV and it starts growling and barking at the kid and his shark. And like this was like so clearly added in post like this dog was just like such a sweetheart and just an old dog like it was not growling or barking at all (laughs) kirby drops the doll and runs to the door we hear the dog cry and kirby turns around and the shark is on the ground with some blood around it i i fucking hate it when you do this shit movies like the dog killing i hate it it's so unnecessary 
But also in this case, it's just really fucking dumb because, like, we see later on how long it takes for this doll shark to transform. While it's not a long time, it's a lot longer than it took for Kirby to go up the stairs and turn around. So it just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. He runs down, he picks up the doll, he looks around and says, oh, I guess you scared him away, and then goes inside. So I get that he's a kid, but he's also just kind of fucking stupid. Kirby watches his mom pack her suitcase, half-ass. She says she uh, he's going to go play in his room. He starts writing a letter to his dad, thanking him for the Sea Shark Swim doll. He puts the letter in an envelope, then writes, Dad, comma, fisherman, comma, ocean, as the address. God, poor kid is just so dumb. Now he's downstairs watching Sea Shark Swim with that Shark fucking swim. theme song again. I cannot escape this fucking song now. It's just, it's everywhere. <laughs> His mom sits down and turns the TV off and says he can finish, like, when they're done talking. And he guesses that she's leaving for a few days because he heard the fucking phone conversation. She gets super defensive and says, Yes, a new friend for three days. Kirby asks what his name is. The mother just kind of goes off the rails and says he's being unreasonable. Even adults want to have fun. And, of course, Kirby asks why her and his dad can't be together. And she's like, oh, we just don't work together. We don't get along. (laughs) Kirby asks his mom to mail his letter to dad. And he asks her to make sure it has the right address. She says, yep, sure does. Like, oh, come on, bitch. Like, just mail the fucking letter. Just give this poor kid a bone here. Like, Jesus Christ. You fucking alcoholic bitch. <laughs> she then tells Kirby Lila is coming to watch him. Lila arrives, and neither she nor Kirby is fucking happy about this. Like, these two just do not want to be around each other. And that is very apparent throughout this entire fucking movie. The mother's friend arrives and picks her up. Lila tells Kirby they just need to get along for a few days. She asks about his new toy and says he's too old. And then she calls him a creep or something and says she has friends coming over. Kirby says his mom doesn't want strangers coming over. And she snaps back with, well, your mother has strangers over every night. You should be used to it by now. And it's like, oh, shit, shots fired. (laughs) Holy fuck. And now we're at a marina Kirby's dad is moving some buckets around. He opens his wallet and looks at a picture of Kirby and says out loud, I wonder if my son has gotten his present yet. The sky turns ominous, and then we go back to Kirby and the babysitter. So I don't understand what the fucking point of that was. Like, who who cares? Who fucking cares? She tells him to go to bed. They argue, and she threatens to take his shark away if he doesn't go to sleep. And we also learn that the show he likes, Sea Shark Swim... Oh, and Sea Shark Swim is sea as in, like, the ocean. Like, sea. Sea Shark Swim. Just FYI. This plays 24 hours a day. So there's a fucking channel dedicated to this awful show. And apparently this is all this kid fucking watches. I don't even know what the show is about because every time they fucking show it, it's just the theme song. So I don't know. I Like, maybe it just teaches kids about the letter S. That's the whole purpose of this show is just the letter S. It's like fucking post-apocalyptic Sesame Street. 
The babysitter downstairs is on the phone with her friend, talking about how she's not giving up her body for some guy, talking about some friend she's having over later. In Kirby's room, the shark starts glowing, turns into like a grosser looking shark. It actually has more like catfish-like features along with shark-like features because it's got like the barbs sticking out of its face. I don't really understand what the point of that was. Like you could have just made the shark look a little bit more gnarly, but... It kind of looks cool. I mean, it is a practical doll shark, and it looks like they probably kind of made this thing themselves, so I appreciate that, question mark? <laughs> it is It is kind of cool looking, but as I said, it definitely does look like a fucking catfish with, like, the barbs coming out. It's ridiculous. So, the shark starts growling. It makes its way downstairs as the babysitter is chatting on the phone, and she sees the next-door neighbors by their pool. The doll shark scurries past the babysitter and goes outside. The neighbors start playing in their pool. The girl tries to get the guy in, into the pool by taking off pieces of her swimsuit. Well, she, like, takes off, like, the shorts over top of her swimsuit. And he's like, okay, where can I go change? Like, dude, I don't think you really need to leave to get changed at this point. Also, the babysitter was just saying that these two go to the pool all the time and fool around. But, like, by the way these two interact... It's like they want to be boyfriend and girlfriend in high school, but they're both too shy to say anything. It makes no sense. She tells him to go get changed in a shed, and then he leaves, and she's like, psych, and starts putting her swimsuit back on while the one piece she took off. So again, what was the fucking point of that? Don't know. Don't know. It's stupid. Guy starts changing in the shed. Doll Shark is just sitting on the ground, and he picks it up, says, oh, that's one weird pool toy. Then it like lunges at his neck if you want to say that because when I say lunge I mean the actor holding the doll brought it close to his face <laughs> like it's it's the Ed Wood um like monster acting in this whole movie <laughs> it attacks him and bites him like it keeps biting on his face until he dies we get like a little bit of blood but as with like most Polonia movies like even Cocaine Shark it's pretty bloodless for the most part. You're mostly just watching it for the absurdity of it all. The girl is about to leave the pool when she hears a splash. She looks around, she doesn't see anything, and the doll shark, like, creeps between her legs and then starts attacking, and we get some bad CG blood in the pool, and so we basically just assume she's dead now. And then we cut to the ocean, and someone is yelling for Pippet, the name of the dog from Jaws. And he's saying how he forgot to feed him, but he has food now. It's just a weird Jaws reference that, like, we ultimately didn't need. And don't worry, there's more to come, though. Cut to the neighbor's house, and the police are there investigating the two deaths. Uh, the detective is played by the same guy who played Braddock in Cocaine Shark. You know, that charismatic guy? Yeah, he's back. Yay. Kirby goes to the kitchen and asks what's for breakfast, and the babysitter, like, basically tells him to make his own. Like, and Kirby is very taken aback by this for some reason, which I don't know why he would be. Like, this girl's been a bitch the whole time. Seems like she's babysat him before and has been a bitch then. So, why he's surprised that she's being a bitch now, I don't know. <laughs> so, the detective knocks on the door, the babysitter lets him in, and he tells them that there was a murder next door. Like, they don't even send Kirby away. Like, he's just sitting at the table like, Yeah, murder next door. Woo! He sees the doll shark and has flashes of the bodies next door as if he's, like, making a connection between this doll shark and the bodies next door. Spoiler alert, he's not. 
The babysitter tells him about the neighbors being swingers and partiers and all that. He hands her his card and like blah blah blah. He says they think it may have been an animal attack. Sure. Kirby asks what a swinger is and the babysitter claps back, your mom, never mind. Like, holy shit. So I guess like this woman who's the babysitter is not like a young girl like she's probably the same age if not older than the mother so but she hates the mother apparently because like she's not said anything nice about this woman the whole fucking time like she hates this family the detective goes back to the shed and the dude's face is like eaten off and that's pretty much all we see in there and the detective walks around the house back to the pool he stares at the pool and says we got a damn psycho killer on the loose so, I, is it a psycho killer? Is it an animal? What is it? How do you know this? Like, he's basing this off of nothing. Absolutely nothing. I wonder if he's just playing the same fucking character from Cocaine Shark, where he's just a complete fucking idiot. Like, oh my god, maybe Doll Shark is like a prequel to Cocaine Shark. Wouldn't that be crazy? Shared universe? Whoa. The Shark Cinematic Universe, SCU, coming soon. And then we cut to Kirby watching TV, and the news report basically outlines Jaws, even mentioning Amity, saying that there's a shark on Amity, and that, like, the local fisherman shark hunter slash town drunk has offered to kill it for an outrageous price. Like, they do this whole thing every time the fucking news comes on. But then, fucking Sea Shark Swim starts playing, and Kirby is singing along, and he is way off on the lyrics. Like, he's... Like, the song is going on, and he is, like, two or three lines behind. It's fucking terrible. The babysitter tells Kirby they're going to get groceries, but the doll shark has to stay behind. So, they leave, and the doll shark turns all evil-looking again. I don't know what this babysitter has against this doll. I really don't. And then, as soon as they leave, some guy then breaks into the house. And by break in, I mean he opened the back door. Like, that's all he did. He kind of, like, tugged on it, and he's like, Oh, I got in! Ugh, so fucking stupid. And then we cut back to the car, and the babysitter tells Kirby if he doesn't smarten up, she's going to spank him in the grocery store in front of everyone. Worst babysitter ever. And now we're back with the worst thief ever. He's stealing chargers and a portable phone, but, like, just the phone part, not even the base. So it just makes it completely useless. So he goes around the house, and he's just putting random shit into his knapsack. He sees Doll Shark at the top of the stairs, and then, like, he kicks it down as he runs by. He runs downstairs. He hears the shark, so he turns. He sees it. Shark attacks him, drags him into the basement where he eats him. Kirby and the babysitter get back, and Kirby runs inside, and the doll shark is back on the couch where he left it. And then we get another news report describing Jaws. I don't even remember what this one was about. It was just another fucking news report. So, yeah. Insert, like, a part of the Jaws plotline as news report here. Oh, also, neither of them notice that anything is missing from the house. Like, they just don't notice this. And I'm also pretty sure the phone reappears again. But again, don't know how. Unless, did Doll Shark just put everything back? No. Maybe. I don't know. The babysitter answers her phone, and her stupid friend and her talk about the party they're going to have. The friend hopes the kid won't be a problem when they come over tonight. But then the babysitter says, No, I bought him some medicine to help him sleep. Again, 
fucking awful, not only an awful babysitter, but just, like, kind of a shitty human being in general. <laughs> like, it's almost kind of a wonder that she's not friends with the mother, because the mother being a drunk bitch is terrible, too. So you would think that they would get along a lot better. That's kind of weird. Back with Kirby's dad, literally right where we left him with the fucking buckets. He calls Kirby's house. The phone rings. It rings. But Kirby nor the babysitter pick up the phone. And he doesn't leave a fucking message or anything. And now we're with the detective. The coroner is calling him to tell him the bodies were killed by an animal. And the detective asks him if he's on crack. But he just said to the babysitter and Kirby earlier that this may have been an animal attack. And why did he have those flashes when he looked at the doll shark? Like, nothing makes sense. Like, if you're looking at the doll shark to insinuate that he knows that it may have been responsible for the death, as ridiculous as that is, it just doesn't make any sense. The coroner says he's no expert, but he thinks it was a shark. Of course, the detective is skeptical, and he tells the coroner to come up with, like, a more logical explanation. Back at Kirby's house... He asks the babysitter when dinner is, and she tells him to go watch his stupid show as she gets ready for the party. Kirby watches TV, and some clown comes on, talking about how clowns can be just as much fun as sharks. Like, now I'm scared the next Polonia movie is going to be clown sharks, and that's just going to be fucking terrifying. Although, I am kind of excited by that idea too, so clown sharks coming soon? Maybe? That'd be cool. Or would it? I don't know. The clown then says the word of the day is viral, as in meaning popular. And then he starts doing some song called Clowns Can Clap. And this whole thing is dumb and annoying and I fucking hate this. I like I think I would rather uh, see sharks swim at this sharks point. Swim. But again, if those are my only two options, just fucking shoot me. Then it goes to a YouTube show called The Baron Show. He opens Pokemon cards and toys. Oh, and this dude is a real YouTuber. It was at this point I realized, oh, all these podcasters, YouTubers that keep popping up were probably part of the GoFundMe or Kickstarter or whatever they used. And, like, this is their perk is, like, they get a part in the movie. So I feel like they shoehorn some of these scenes in even though it doesn't really make any sense, but because these people contributed, they got their perk. I'm hoping that's what it is, because otherwise it just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it's just complete nonsense. Because the Baron is like, oh, so today the Baron is showing his Sharkpedo Pokemon collection. And then it basically ends. So, yeah, pointless. Back with Kirby's dad, over the radio, we get another Jaws reference. The guy is like, oh, yeah, Miss Brody, we just caught some fish. Mr. Brody's coming in, blah, 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 Ugh, whatever. Kirby goes up to his boss and tells him he needs a week off because he thinks his son is in danger. His boss says, I can't go against a man's instinct. You go do what you got to do and get what needs to be done. Could you fucking imagine if it was that easy to get time off work? Like, hey, boss, I got a weird feeling. I need time off work. Well, I'm not one to go against a man's feelings. You take as much time as you need now, you hear? Home Depot will be waiting for you when you get back. <laughs> like, fuck sakes. If only. The babysitter is making dinner. She's making fucking tomato soup or something. And she puts a syringe of liquid into Kirby's soup. She asks him how it is, and he says, it's great! Then he asks her if toys can come alive. And he says he can see his shark, like, looking around and looks like it's alive. 
and she assures him toys can't come alive and then like make sure he eats more soup and he does enthusiastically and then he passes out like he is passed out cold on the couch watching fucking sea shark swim of course the babysitter like calls his name to make sure he's asleep she grabs the doll shark and throws it in the garbage Again, I don't understand why this babysitter is so obsessed with him not having this doll. Like, this doll has done nothing to her, hasn't done anything weird to her, hasn't freaked her out. Like, she just hates it for no fucking reason. Her phone rings, she picks it up, and tells her friend to come over. She looks down, and the shark is gone. She starts going through the house to try to find it. She goes into the main bedroom, and the shark is on the bed, and she's about to grab it, It then transforms into, like, the ugly killer doll shark and starts attacking her. And then, of course, we get some, like, really bad CG blood at the end. It's like it's flying at the camera, but it's it's pretty bad. (laughs) The babysitter's annoying friend that she's been talking to on the phone rings the doorbell. The doll shark growls. This is also just another point of contention with some of these shark movies is that sharks don't growl. I understand it's a doll shark, but could we just not with the growling sharks anymore can we just not do that i'm tired of it (laughs) i just don't want it anymore the friend starts looking for a way into the house and goes in through the window and she starts calling for lila and i'm like they were already home like the doors probably aren't locked why wouldn't you just come in through the doors i'm also pretty sure we see other people come in later and they just walk in through the doors so i don't understand why she had to go through a fucking window it doesn't make any sense The doll shark comes from the basement and starts coming after the friend. The friend runs upstairs and the doll shark starts coming up the stairs and searching for her. It looks in the bathroom and it's like... And it doesn't see her. She's hiding in the fucking shower, but she has the shower curtain covering her so it can't see her. She thinks she's safe, but then of course, doll shark comes in, finds her hiding in the shower, attacks her. We get some practical blood running down the drain. Otherwise, it's just the usual kind of death. Like, then, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Now we're with the detective, and he's looking at cars in a parking garage. The babysitter's guy friends are talking about going to Lila's party. The detective stops the two, shines a light in their face, and asks what they're doing out so late. This is a public space. They aren't hiding. Like, what are you doing? They're just walking around minding their own business. They're not even being, like, belligerent or drunk or anything. And I also don't think it's that fucking laid out. So, again, it doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) This also makes even less sense because they're in a parking garage. Then they say they're going to a party two houses down. And this parking garage is for an apartment building or something. And the house this whole movie has been taking place at is in the suburbs. But whatever. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they arrive at the house. They both decide to break in. I should also point out, all the friends have done more breaking and entering than the actual burglar did. Like, the, the friends have tried to harder to get into the house than the actual burglar did. Just pointing that out. They both manage to make it inside different ways. They both wander around the house separately. One guy is being stalked in the basement by the doll shark. The guy sees a dead body and then is immediately attacked by the shark. The other friend kind of hears this as he's eating shit out of the fridge and, like, kind of heads downstairs. Not really that concerned. He goes down, he sees the shark eating his friend, and starts hitting him with what looked like a pizza... Um, holy fuck, I can't find the word. You know those giant fucking spatulas they used to put in 
pizzas and ovens. I don't know what the fuck they're called, but he's using one of those. And like the shark grabs onto it, grabs it from the guy runs back upstairs. The detective is outside the house now and he heard a scream. So he goes into the house. I don't know why he was there. Like, why was he wandering outside this house? <sighs> Whatever. He goes into the basement and he sees the dead bodies as well as the doll shark and starts shooting at it. He starts running upstairs. It grabs his leg and he kicks it away and closes the door. He yells upstairs, Who is here? You're in danger! Kirby's the only one upstairs. He's fucking passed out. All he's doing is dreaming. Like, it doesn't look like he's making any noise. But, like, so how does the cop know someone was there? Magic! He runs upstairs into Kirby's room and closes the door. He asks Kirby if he's okay, but Kirby is, like, zonked right the fuck out. The shark comes in the door somehow. I don't understand how it managed to jump up, turn the knob, get back on the floor, and then come through the door. Again, magic! It goes to attack the detective, but something grabs the shark, and it's Kirby's dad, just in time to save the day. He looks at the shark and says, that's gonna make a nice mount. The detective picks up the shark and says, I have no idea how I'm gonna write this one up. And then Kirby's dad is back at the marina, holding the shark tooth. He throws it into the ocean. We see the tooth underwater, and it starts crackling and shit again, and then roll credits. So we didn't get, like, any real conclusion to, like, do you have any idea how fucked up Kirby is going to be? Also, why isn't the father granted custody of this child now? Because clearly the mother shouldn't be taking care of this kid. Obviously. Like, come on. I, I understand that this is the dad's fault for putting the fucking shark tooth in the doll, but what? Uh. Either way, they're both fucking terrible. They're both awful. So, uh, I didn't get a shark jumping out of a toy chest, which is like the only thing I expected from the fucking poster. And we didn't get that. A little disappointing. The shark looked cool, kind of. Like, when it was in killer mode, it looked pretty awesome. And the shark that they use as just, like, the kind of regular doll shark looks like something that they did modify themselves to kind of make it their own. I appreciated that. Some of the things I didn't like, though, was, I un- again, I understand it was the perks from, like, the GoFundMe or whatever, but just, like, the random podcast insert and YouTuber insert... I mean, I like those kind of things. I just feel like they could have done a better job at incorporating it. Like, either have somebody on a laptop watching it or, you know, make it more apparent that it's a uh, TV channel or something. Just something along those lines. And honestly, I think my... It's hard to pick a favorite kill with these movies just because there's not really any blood or anything. But I was just happy when the babysitter died because fuck her. She was just awful. She was just a shitty person. So when she died, I was happy. Maybe it's horrible to say, but I kind of wish the fucking mother had died. (laughs) Like, this drunk alcoholic bitch is just a piece of shit. And I just did not care for her one bit. Not at all. (laughs) I mean, overall, it's... It's a trip. It's an hour and 16 minutes. Take away the credits. You're looking at like an hour long. So... It was decent enough. I got a couple of good laughs out of it. It's definitely not my favorite Polonia Brothers uh, movie. I think probably so far Landshark might hold that. Or maybe Sharkenstein. But we'll get to that one someday. But uh, yeah, pretty average Polonia movie. If you know what Mark and Anthony Polonia do, then this movie is 
just kind of exactly what you'd expect. If you don't know what they do, and like this is your first time listening to this podcast, well, holy shit, this shit gets wild. <laughs> but no, it was, yeah... I knew what to expect. I was hoping for a little bit more like blood and gore and viscera, kind of as I always do, really. But overall, it was enjoyable. I had a good time with it. And that's Doll Shark from 2023, directed by Mark and Anthony Polonia. Don't forget to follow me on all of the social medias Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Slasher, all at Bucket of Chum Podcast. Don't forget, I've just uploaded all of my episodes onto YouTube, so be sure to check out the YouTube channel. There's no videos yet that will be coming in the future, so get subscribed now before I start doing all of that. And, as a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe the show, leave a review. It really helps get the show discovered. And check out BucketUpChumPodcast.com for more information, and I will see you guys next time for another episode of Bucket Up Chum. See Shark swim. Watch out for his big gray fin. He's your friend. He's my friend if you want him to. See Shark swim. He's happy and likes to sing. Join him in the water for a real fun time. See Shark swim. He's cute and he always wins. Flashing and laughing and waving his great big tail. See Shark swim. Swim, swim, swim. Heading your way right about now.